you do yeah, have you everyone. Alex, have you counted to make sure we have a quorum? Looks like one, two, Counting eight. as I go, but let me recount. Eight. Nine. Yeah, we do. We yes, got we do. Yeah. We do. All right. Then I will call the September 6, 2023 meeting of the Greater Madison MPO Policy Board to order. Um, you've already noted the role. Is there any any other introductions you want to do at this time? Uh, no, I think we're good to go. Okay. Um, item two, approval of the August 2, 2023 meeting minutes. Is there a motion to approve? Williams will make a motion to approve the August meeting minutes. All right. Is there a second? Good seconds. Thank you. Any changes? Don't see any or hear any. Uh, all in favor of approving the minutes as written, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Tom Lynch, I'm sorry, you have your hand up. Yeah, can I abstain since I wasn't at the meeting? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, with that uh, notation, uh, looks the eyes have it. The minutes are approved. Uh, number three, communications. As of August thirty-one, there weren't any. Do you, have you gotten any communications? Yeah, I, I just I've been checking a couple times. Last time, five minutes ago. No, we have not received any further communication. Okay. It's very up up to <laughs> up to the minute. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes they are up to the minute. And. Is um, is Mark Opitz going to be here? I know he said he might be late. I wasn't sure if he said he, if he might miss the entire meeting or not. But uh, today he can, that's part of the reason I sent out the reason. Email. Oh, okay. And I think he still intends to be here late, about twenty to thirty minutes. Okay. Um. Item four, public comment for items that are not on the MPO agenda. Is there anyone in the meeting that wants to make any uh, public comments? All right, seeing now, I'll declare the comment section closed. Item five, public hearing on the draft 24, 2024 to 2028 Transportation Improvement Program for the Madison metropolitan area and Dane County. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just talk about that briefly. I think you're all very familiar with it at this case and at this point. Um, this is just um, taking what you guys approved at your most recent meeting, the August meeting, and including that into the draft tip, which um, is attached in your, in your packet and have all that information there. Uh, the complete draft tip was released on the 17th for public review and comment, along with the public hearing notice. And the comments on the draft tip will be accepted until September 22nd. And the action on that, um, the actual tip amendment is going to be on your October 4th meeting. Um, so staff recommends, well, we don't really have a recommendation because at this point it's only for review and discuss discussion purposes and action will be taken later. All right, uh, we did, so um, we talked about this uh, last month, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so does anybody have any further comments or questions uh, they want to raise? At this time, it'll be before us again, uh, sounds like in the October meeting for approval. And then, of course, let me know if you want me to share the screen and put, you all have the packet, but I'm happy to share a screen and show it if that helps as well during the meeting. Yeah, I, I think for this one, since this is the second out of three uh, times we're going to see it, that's probably not necessary. All right, uh, then let's we'll move on. Move, we're going to get pretty far before Mark gets here, <laughs> which would be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, item six, tw uh, MPO twenty twenty three resolution number nine, approving amendment number five to the twenty twenty three twenty twenty seven transportation improvement program for the Madison metropolitan area and Dane County. Uh, this is regarding U.S. Highway eighteen one fifty one a ramp auxiliary lane and bridge widening project. All right, so uh, WSDOT is requesting a TIP amendment to add ramp and auxiliary auxiliary lanes to US Highway 18-151 near the Epic campus. As part of this request, the County Trunk Highway G bridge um, would also be widened and construction is scheduled for 2025. All of the items related uh, to this request are in your packet. And so we would just need a motion uh, to approve it. Would someone like to make a motion? And then we can discuss if there is any. Well, I also will move approval. Okay, is there a second? Second. Um, yeah. I, I, think I think Tom had you beat there. <laughs> uh, he always has. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there any uh, comments or questions about this? Sounds pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. All right. Don't see I, any. Yep, Tom. Yeah, I think this is just straightforward. It's not using SCBG funds. So it's, I mean, yeah. there's no objections. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then all those in favor of the motion. Uh, signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? All right, motion carries. Moving right along. Uh, item seven is review and discussion on Nichols Road STBG urban project limits change. Alex? Yeah, so I will take this one. Uh, in this case, um, I'm going to read off my cover sheet here. In this case, so this is a city of Monona project that they submitted in 2022. Um, it was requested funding from the STBG Urban. And um, at that time, the, the project area, uh, which is part of the scope of the project, was to reconstruct Nichols Road from Winocqua to Monona Terrace, I mean, to Monona Drive. Um, so it was awarded funding at that time and it's scheduled for construction in 2026. So since that time, um, for various reasons, the cities had to change um, their scope of work um, and it sort of went through various iterations and the latest being um, a reduction in the project boundaries. So it's a little less than half in length 
um, of the original project. Um, and I think in your packet, you're going to see a letter from the city as well as some um, images showing the, the project itself. And um, I don't, I'm not going to read that letter to you and I don't want to speak for, for the city, but they summarized it well describing, you know, it's a shorter, it's a shorter project. The costs are very similar. Um, and they are requesting a change to this for several reasons. Um, one is that the Western half is um, much more heavily used. Um, there's a lot of, and this corridor is heavily used. In general, the area is taking, is where there's a lot of important facilities like City Hall and the pool and a lot of places that people are going, as well as a lot of events that take place there. The revised project scope would encompass only the westernmost 0.4 mile section. Um, it's much more likely to get approved by city council is one of the things they noted. But the important thing here is really that the length is being cut by about 60%. Um, they noted some other things to summarize, the addition of multi-use pathway, realignment, improvements along the sidewalk ramps, traffic calming measures, so those details are contained in your letter. Um, I can say that, you know, one of the things that I had staff do is sort of, well, if we were to go back at that time and apply our scoring criteria to this project as it's presented at this point, compared to how it's presented at that point, we found out that it pretty much, some, some areas the score went up, some areas it went down, and in the end it was basically received a similar score. So that was just something that I wanted to know because here we are at a situation where we're taking a look at something um, and for the benefit of the others that applied at the same time just to see how that would how that would compare. So it's it's very equal in that fashion. But of course as we know scores is part of part of what the board contemplates. Um, so in in the end uh, staff's recommending continuing to fund the Nichols Road project not to exceed the previously approved amount of funding. So that's what I have to share. You can see another note that we included in the cover sheet is, um, you know, recommending this is a somewhat unique situation. Quite honestly, I, you know, talked to staff about how often we've had something like this that changes. It's not a gigantic change, right? but it is a significant change from what was originally submitted. So um, how best to handle this so that we can give clear instruction to, um, you know, to the people making these applications um, up front and then, you know, just to make sure that we are handling these as, as appropriately, you know, being good stewards of the money and handling these as well as possible. So that's just an additional note, but um, the main focus <coughs> recommendation is that it, it that we support approval okay i just would would uh add to that um obviously being very familiar with this area and the project that most of the the benefits especially to pedestrians and bicyclists would be in we're, we're always going to be in this western part of the project the eastern part, there's not much right of way to work with and um, so forth. So I, I think that's probably one reason why it still 
still scored um scored scored well so were you wanting to to go into the process i mean i don't know how often this sounds like this doesn't happen mm -hmm. very very often um that projects you know get changed downward like this well first i think tom had his hand tom. raised so. oh thank you yeah. tom <clears throat> yeah i think um you know, construction costs are rising very rapidly in our projects that we're seeing, the BRT and everything. You know, sometimes we have to find 20 or 30% more money. I think that it'll become more common for um, cities, everyone, the right size of project with the funding available. And I just don't see any problem with I say, let's, you know, it'd be nice to include the whole thing and perhaps Winona will submit the remainder of this project in a future, you know, CDG fund, but I, I don't have any um, objections. I'm having trouble hearing you, Tom. Am I the only one having trouble no, hearing yeah. you? Yeah, kind of, I can't tell if you're breaking up or a little in and out. Yeah. Um, uh, is this better? Yep. Okay, I will, I will summarize. <laughs> I, I was very eloquent, but I'll, I'm going to be short. Sure. Now I'm going to be brief. Um, <laughs> this is happening all over the place. BRT project, other projects. Uh, construction costs are just going up, you know, 20% a year. Uh, this is common. It's unfortunate. Uh, I think everyone's going to have to right-size their projects. I have no problem with this. It'd be mm -hmm. nice if perhaps... Monona resubmits for the remainder of Nichols Road uh, at a future submittal. Uh, I would move approval. All right. Is there a second? Williams will second. Further discussion on this? All right. Seeing none. Uh, all those in favor. All those in favor say aye. 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 Is there anyone opposed? All right. Uh, hearing none, uh, motion carries. Let's see. One second here. Uh, all right. Item eight is review of section 5310 program, enhanced services for seniors and individuals with disabilities, grant project applications for 2024, and preliminary approval of draft project funding recommendations. Thanks for that. Oh, I need to admit people, I'm sorry. And Ben? Yeah, you started to say something, Alex, and so I wasn't oh, sure. Sorry. About yeah, that. no, I just I just wanted to acknowledge I needed to, some more people were coming into the meeting. Um, so I don't I don't know that I necessarily need to, to share anything. There's no fun graphics. Um, but as it does say in the cover sheet, we received um, applications from Dane County received two applications from them, um, from Metro Transit, from the Madison Area Rehabilitation Centers, and from Newbridge Madison. Um, there's a, a item in the packet that describes all of those package, all of those projects, um, the requested funding amount, and then the recommended funding amount. Um, and by I guess happy coincidence, the sum total of all of these projects is about twenty thousand dollars less than we have available for funding. 
which is a nice tidy amount, um, really small amount of carryover for, for the next year. And so we're able to recommend um, all of these projects be fully funded at, at the appropriate amount, um, generally 80% federal, 20% uh, local. The one exception is the second Dane County project. In the past, they have included um, their, their travel training and bus buddy programs in their mobility management program. And it, it turns out with a close reading of the FTA circular, although there's one paragraph that, that mentions that travel training can be part of mobility management, there's another place that's very explicit that travel training is a non-traditional um, operating expense that is only eligible for 50% federal funding. And so in this funding cycle, um, Dane County has split it out into two separate applications. Um, and given that it's a pretty small program and that they you know, have, have limited funding available for it, um, that's just a $7,000 federal, $7,000 county um, project that unfortunately the grants administrator is not very happy about because he has to do just as much work for it for this very tiny grant. Um, we did have a long discussion at the Specialized Transportation Commission, which has to approve this application for the county um, and try to figure out other ways around it or other ways that we could um, increase that funding, find find other funding to, to provide a better match. Um, so there could be more funding in this, but at least for this cycle, that's that's all the county could come up with that, that they had available for it. So uh, we hope to, to grow that, pro that program in the future. Um, again, staff's recommending that all the projects be fully funded. Um, all of the applications um, were submitted by, by organizations that are already Section 5310 recipients. So they're familiar with the, the grant process, with the reporting, um, and we're quite comfortable with the, the sort of fi financial risk of, of all of these. So with that, I'll take any questions. Any questions? All right, uh, I'm not seeing any. Does anyone have, or would someone like to make a motion? Harrington moves. Williams will second. Thank you, Tom Lynch. You had your hand. Why so, well, you had your hand up, Tom? I'm just trying to get in the minutes so that I <laughs> I either move or I second, and I I missed it this time. Well, now you are. <laughs> all right. Uh, further discussion on that item. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you, Ben. Right, number item nine is status report on capital area RPC activities. Ooh, um, that's me again. So I have to say, it's really nice to be able to just say staff recommends just funding everything. That's an ideal yeah, <laughs> situation. It was very tidy. Yeah. Yeah, very tidy and nice, nice for you all as well, I'm sure. Um, so Carpsy, what is happening at Car Carpsy? So they, um, they're one thing I think that is going to, you know, good news. They've approved an agreement with a facilitator for some strategic planning. I know that's something they're looking forward to. And in case you didn't already know, they have a bit of change going on with staffing, including the retirement of Steve Steinhoff in February. And they are gearing up for doing that, which is the next item, approving a replacement of a search firm to recruit for an executive director. Um, I think sewer is going to be doing the same soon, actually. 
they held a public meeting on amending the Oregon Urban Service Area, area Amendment, recommended amendment of the Northern Urban Service Area and Stoughton Urban Service Area to the DNR. Um, and if you want to see more information about those, I don't have the details, but the cover sheet provided a link to where you can see more information about those urban service area amendments. And that's their main activities. Great. All right. Thank you. Uh, does anyone have any questions or comments on the CARPC? Do we have a, a CARPC member on MPO now or, or not? I don't. Um, I thought we did. Harrington McKinney, am I listed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are, are you on there, Barbara? I believe I am. Yes, okay. you are. I couldn't, okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, we have come to the end of the agenda. The next meeting is October 4th and then November 1st. Those will both be virtual. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Alex? None that I can think of. Which is well, a very efficient meeting. Yes. <laughs> if I, if I may, like um, efficient meetings. <laughs> Sarah, who's in from? Yes. Uh, if I may interject real quick, um, just wanted to give note that James Keene um, or Jim Keem, I don't know if you already had the notice. Yes, he'll be retiring September 15th. Um, you can remember to remove him from any distribution lists for these meetings, um, for the next meeting invite, and you can keep me on. I will be taking over. Oh. Okay. Thank you for that. For now. There may be another person, but um, just for now, I'll be the alternate. Thank you, Sarah. Yep. No problem. Yep. All right. Then <clears throat> a motion to adjourn is in order. Williams will move to adjourn, please. Second. Lynch seconds. All in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. We're adjourned in less than 30 minutes. My Mark, Mark's going to show up and there won't be a meeting. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for him. You guys all right. know. Thank oh, you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yep. Bye now. Thank you.